Welcome to today's episode of Awaken with Victoria Bond. I am Victoria, and if this is the first time that you have joined us, then I am so excited that you are here. And if you are somebody who has been listening to these podcasts for however long, if it's something that you do as your staple, then thank you for being here. And I am so grateful for my listeners, because honestly, without you, then this wouldn't exist. So thank you so much for being here, for my audience, for my clients, for all of my soul tribe. I'm so grateful. And today we are going to be talking about the crumble and ascension. So you will hear me talking about this as a theme throughout the podcast, throughout the different episodes, because this is something that I coach on. This is something that I often will talk about. Because it's a huge part of our evolution. The crumble and ascending. And they are kind of like parallels. Kind of like the shadow and the light. 3D and the 5D. The dark and light, cold and hot. This duality. And I talk about this quite often. Duality, polarity. And what I'm finding right now massively is these shakeups and crumbling. And we've seen this over especially this last six months it's been a gnarly year for the earth and the humans on the earth having a big shake-up we've seen this in natural disasters we've seen this with people having breakdowns breakthroughs we've seen this over the last few years with the pandemic and all the things it's always been around it always has been around but i've seen it really turning up a few notches over this last six months. We've had solar storms. We have had the Schumann residents just really hammering Earth. So without going into what those things are, and to be honest with you, I only skim the surface of things because I really am a psychic channel that taps into what I know and what I feel. And I work with a lot of galactic beings and I'm a multidimensional being, as are you. But in this last six months, this is really proof that of what I've been working towards is this year, 2023. And this is not just a significant year. This is like the most significant we've had like up to date with the energies of the earth. But it's going to keep getting more intense. So this is why I wanted to do this podcast today, because 2024, 2025, 2026, it's all the way up. Is going to get more intense. And many of you have heard of the 2030 agenda. This is a worldwide, a worldwide agenda. And it's to bring everyone together to create everyone being equal and like go Google it, go find out what your local prime minister or president has said about the 2030 agenda. Like it's no secret. Okay. It's no secret. We see the woke movement. We see the religious wars. We're seeing so much happening and we're seeing a massive shakeup. We're seeing people standing up for their rights when it came to the pandemic. We're seeing the separation and the separation is a part of all of this. Now, it's going to keep heightening. It's going to keep crumbling because to create a totally new way of living means the old way of living has to change. It has to move. It has to shift. And that is what's happening now. So we open the channels and we ask our guides, our ancestors, our angels, our light beings, the ascended masters, 
and of course the archangels to join us in this today's channel because the powers that be they don't want us to be activating these dark shadow workers and a lot of deep reptilian energies but then there's also angelic light workers and they both have their purposes so what we want to do today in this activation is have a talk about what's coming and how we can hold ourselves when it comes to crumbling when it comes to ascension and how we can hold ourselves while everything is speeding the fuck up because it really is it's really speeding up people are waking up and then they have a choice this is what's happening right so we get shaken we get woken up we start remembering things and we start getting curious about the galactic or we start getting curious about light language or mediumship or the chakra system or I don't know any kind of personal growth it usually for me it started with personal growth so usually I see this with personal growth I need to work on myself because little do you know that your guides your higher self tapping on the shoulder going you need to work on yourself did you know that sometimes when we're hearing voices and we think, oh, I just had a thought. It's actually your spirit teams your and your higher self whispering and really giving you those words of wisdom. And our life has been created this way. We get to listen to the words of wisdom or ignore them. And that is our free will. We get to listen and take action or not. You can lead a horse to water. You can lead any animal to water. Have you ever tried to get your dog to drink water or to eat food? or to take their worming tablet, like it is not an easy process. So human beings are exactly the same. And we get so frustrated when we start to become conscious and we start having these huge awarenesses of what's happening in the world. And we're like, oh my God, everyone needs to know this. I can't believe this is happening. I've got to spread the word. I've got to make this difference. And then no one can hear you. And it feels like when you're waking up, your world is crumbling. Some people will be like, wow, she's gone off the deep end or wow, like he went a bit weird, whatever it is. But the absolute truth is you're waking up. It, some people see this as a midlife crisis, but you're waking up and you're realizing, what do I actually think about that? What do I actually believe about that? What do I know to be true? And it's quite interesting because I was, I'm hitting 40 this year. And so there's a lot of people turning 40 and 40ths are happening and stuff like that. And I instantly went into this resistance and went, I don't want to go to a party where people are drinking and smoking and partying. And I was like, why am I in so much resistance? Like I've spent so many years, that's what I lived for, partying. I imagine myself getting old and going to the RSA and drinking and having a sneaky cigarette like at 70 years old. Like now I don't drink or smoke. So I'm like, okay. But what I found to be true was I like depth. I really like a lot of depth. And a lot of people, they find that too intense. And they want to loosen up after a big day at work or it's a party. So they want to get drunk. They don't do it often. They're partying. They're celebrating. They want to have a cigarette. They want to indulge. And so they should if that's what they're choosing. But I've come into the space on this huge awakening journey I've been on for the last seven years where... When I get to sit in a circle, whether it be strangers that I've never met or with people that I know well, and I get to drink cacao 
and there's sound bowls or we have music, I'm like in heaven. I'm like in love. When I get to meditate and celebrate in circle and in ceremony, ceremony is for me like absolute heaven. It is the heaven on earth. So how can I live with humans that are not yet awakening or maybe they're just not interested in spirituality and that's perfectly okay. It doesn't mean that spiritual people are more conscious, right? It really doesn't. And everyone is spirit because everyone's spiritual because everyone's spirit. But I'm talking kind of here in the 3D, how we see things. So there's these normies and all these humans walking around and they don't believe in anything and they live their lives and they have some beers after work and their life is good and they're living life. And that's actually a conscious way of living, which I love. They are actually kind of ignorant to what is happening in these other dimensions. They don't want to see it. And that's perfectly okay. But how do we, when we're waking up, how do we, when we have this crumble, when we're ascending, when we are changing and all of a sudden we want to go to cacao ceremonies rather than going to a big piss up, a big drinking fest, we want to be with soul sisters and go into depth rather than like having a laugh and like literally just kind of surface level stuff. How do I live like that? How do we do that? And what I'm finding is with this crumble that we have, the first thing we need to understand is we are probably not more conscious than the people that living there seem to be normal 3D realities. We don't know how ancient they are or where they were seated and what galaxy. We don't know how many past lives they've had here on earth. We don't know actually what kind of childhood they had or if we do, even if it's a sibling, we don't know how they interpreted and how they perceived their childhood, even if you're a twin. We don't actually know. We All we know is everyone is so innately different. Everyone is so, so different. So what we must do is we must expand and receive and be available in an awareness to everything. So I've been sitting with this energy of potentially going to a party where there's alcohol and cigarettes. And the first thing that comes to me is triggers. I love drinking and smoking, right? Now I don't do it because it is unconscious behavior for me. For me, it doesn't work. For me, it helps me to bypass, to forget. And I like depth. I like to go deep into everything that I do. And I've got a tribe around me that is just as deep and likes those types of conversations. Most humans don't. They don't want to talk about the depth of soul and spirit. But for me, that's all that exists. Because I went through the crumble and I made a decision that this is the type of person I am because this is what I'm deeply interested in and I'm interested in other people that are in that same vibe as me, so therefore they become my vibe tribe. Whether I know them or not, we just become kindred spirits. But stepping away from the humans and the unconsciousness and the addictive and dramatic behaviors, stepping away from all of that and hiding yourself is also not conscious behavior because you chose to be here on planet Earth. What I really love about this, and I hear my mentors say this stuff as well, is when we are around others that trigger us or potentially we were very much like them, this is a great opportunity for us to grow, for us to receive. It's not an opportunity for us to convert. We're not here to convert. We're, there's nothing worse than religious groups showing up your door, 
knocking on the door and asking you if you know about the Bible and that Jesus is here to save you. Everyone knows who's everyone knows who Jesus Christ is. Everyone knows what spirituality is. Everyone knows what, you know, these different titles are. Like everyone knows and everyone has a choice. We're not here to dictate. We're not here to shove down people's throats, not even our own children's throats. We are here to hold ourselves and believe what we believe, but always be willing to receive more because this is the ascension part of it, right? We ascend and then we ascend and we ascend and we ascend. There's another layer, another lens, another lens, another lens, another lens. The minute you think you've got it, all of a sudden you go through another wave, another crumble. And this is, happens to me all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm doing the things. I'm content. Boom, I, got, I get hit with COVID. Or boom, a friendship changes. The narrative of my life shifts and I go, here we go again. Okay. So instead of bracing, what if I lean, leaned in? What if I relaxed? Now, I was talking to a friend the other day and she said to me, when I was in that car accident and the car rolled three times and I was, my jaw dropped, and I went, where was that? And she was like, oh, 15 years ago or something. And I went, holy shit, did you get hurt? She said, no, I just acted like a drunk person. So she basically went into a ragdoll state. She's a nurse, so obviously she knows how the body works. She held on to the little thing above the door. So she held on to the holy thing and she fully shut her eyes and she fully relaxed. She came out with one bruise and one scratch. The entire car was crushed apart from the driver's side. Now that's a miracle, but she did her, her part in that. She went, there's nothing I can do about this. I have a choice on how I'm going to go about this. So she just instinct, instinctively, like an animal, played dead. Now, if we do this when it comes to our crumbles, we have fight, flight, freeze, and faint. And if we go into that, whatever we need to, that means we can literally get through it with just a little bruise, just a little scratch, not a complete, utter crumble of everything we've created. So in other words, when you feel, oh, here we go, people message me, oh my God, I'm having such a hard time, I'm in the worst way, fuck, this is so hard. I'm like, I know, I get it, I feel it, I go through it. We all go through it. Every single person goes through it. We all equally go through the same shit, but it just looks different, honestly, truthfully. I totally believe it. I don't believe that some people actually have a better life than others. I believe that we're all here choosing exactly what we wanted to choose and that we all have our crosses to bear and we should be only carrying our own, nobody else's. Anyhow, what if your crumble didn't have to be as intense? What if you knew that it was coming, but you acknowledged that it isn't the first and it won't be the last? It's a challenge. And what if you leaned into it? And what if you stepped in you embrace the fact that this, a little bit of fuckery, a little bit of mind fucking, a little bit of your body is probably yelling at you with anxiety, or maybe you're getting pains. I've had a really painful like mid back and neck. And I'm like, I, there's a pain in my neck. I'm carrying something, a heavy load right now. I feel like I'm carrying like 200 kgs on my shoulders. I'm like, oh my God, what am I carrying? So what am I going to do about it? Am I going to go, woe is me, this is a hard time? Or am I going to soften and say, you know what, whether it was that car crash or whether it is 
I'm getting tumbled in a wave right now because I went out a little bit too deep and a big wave come and I kind of, whoops, the boogie board went over and I went round and round. What am I going to do? Am I going to hold on and brace and break myself because I'm in resistance to something larger than my body? Or am I going to soften? Am I going to go with the fucking flow and know that it's going to happen anyway and I'm going to set up my mind and my body and my spirit for the best possible outcome? In fact, I'm going to see this as a golden opportunity for my growth and my ascension. Every single time the crumble comes, the minute I start to feel it and I'm like, here we go again, I go into a state of deep relaxation, of surrender, of leaning, and I allow all of these abilities that I have, which is my psychic abilities, which is my emotions, which is the movement of my body, which is my breath. And I go, what tools do we require to go through this, to experience this? And this is the biggest thing I've seen with my clients. Recently, I just did my first beta round of Reborn, which was a phenomenal program, absolutely phenomenal. I still am reeling from it. We're just kind of finishing up. It's the last few days of it. And it took four weeks for one of my clients to actually have this profound experience. It took some people the first day. It took some people the first week, the second week. And they didn't know what they're looking for, right? Because this is a program that is all about, it's called Reborn. It's about rebirthing. You die and you are reborn in this program. <laughs> like, And I teach you and show you that this ain't going to be the first time you die and rebirth. There's going to be many, probably more now that you've done this program because we are initiated by the Divine Holy Mother, Isis, Mary Magdalene, Christ Consciousness, and Higher Self. So we have these masters that come through and these, this channeling, this initiation. And so my client said to me, oh yeah, I've been working with you for a few years now and I know the way this rolls and it was so good. I was really enjoying it. I was like, oh yeah, this is great. This is great. This is great. Week four was like, I, I smashed into a brick wall. All of a sudden, my 18-year-old self is standing there with my 18-year-old boyfriend at the time who broke my heart. And they'd been through a really deep experience together. There's a lot of trauma. And she said, why is this coming up? I can't stop crying. I'm crying. I'm obsessed. I want to find him. I'm married with two kids. I'm well into my 40s. And here I am, like crumbling. And I don't even know why. And I found this super interesting. And how I want you to take this is to acknowledge that when past thoughts and experiences or situations come up or people, they're coming up for a reason. And so what I did is I worked with this client of mine. She's one of my one-to-ones. So we spent 90 minutes talking about her relationship before the 18-year-old. So she had been in a relationship from 14 years old where this person, this young guy, had just messed her around for three years. So from 14 to 17, she was conditioned deeply programmed on this is how a relationship is meant to be. So she meets this guy at 18, her second boyfriend, and they go through this trauma together. And he was a deeply troubled guy. And now she's married. And some of those themes that she's experienced are still in her marriage to this day. So we spent 90 minutes from this reborn crumble that she was going through, birthing the awareness 
of why that significant point when she was 18 years old and how that has shaped her life in the now. And it was phenomenal. She could see her 18-year-old self, she could see her 14-year-old self within herself now as a mid-40-year-old woman, successful woman, married with kids. She could see how this was a timeline therapy. And when we are crumbling, it is not just about where we are currently at our age, at our status, at our friendship or whatever. We are an all-knowing, multi-dimensional, multi-timelined being. And when I was talking to my client during this crumble, as we were dissecting it after she went through the fact, I could feel this 18-year-old boy standing with us. I could feel his soul. And he's alive. He is alive. We are spirit, right? And we can do readings and talk to live living people. And this is what my client was able to do, was she was able to go and talk to him spiritually. First of all, physically, she was like, I've got to go find his house. I've got to go find him on Facebook. What is he up to now? Why am I having these feelings? Am I meant to be with this person? Why do I, what do I need, do I need to talk to him? Like all these weird, crazy, wacky things went, would have gone through her head. Like I'm sure they did. And she told me they did, right? And then I was like, well, why do you physically need to be with him when you were spirit? So the timeline healing is so powerful and it can happen very quickly. So although my client and I went through this in 90 minutes and there was extra support with it, that was a quantum leap, right? But all you really have to do in your crumble is acknowledge your feelings, your emotions, your thoughts, your memories. And if there's something that needs to be dived into, that's what you do. You delve into that. You clean it up. You self-parent. You do hapono hapono, which is something that she had forgotten to do. So you forgive the situation, the person, yourself, and the timeline. And then you have transmuted that part of your karma. Because karma is when you are continuously looping that same pattern. And usually the pattern was created at birth. So that is an idea of what a crumble is. Crumbles can look many different ways. It can be the ending of a relationship. It can be a financial crumble. It can be just a deeply feeling insecure within your body and within your confidence. It can be absolutely anything that feels not quite correct. It's not, you're not on a high, you're not regulated. You're like, oh my God. A couple of other crumbles I've seen recently from my friends is one of my friends is just for the last month, she's been low and she is a galactic goddess. Like she is a facilitator. She's very successful. She's got her own business. She is a queen. Like she's owned many businesses and she's deeply grounded and she's in her fifties. She messaged me, she said, I'm not good. I'm going through a massive up level. Now, you've got to be quite conscious to be able to say, I'm actually not okay right now. I'm going through a crumble. I'm going through my things. I probably won't be too in touch with you because I'm just supporting myself right now. That takes conscious awareness. But too many people think that ascending is all about the love and light. Everything's right and everything's perfect. And I'm so happy. I'm sorry, but. Not many people actually can keep that up, can hold that up. And certainly not me. You've either got empaths in the world or you've got sympathetics, right? People that are deeply sympathize. And these are the emotionals. My, sis, my daughter, my daughter was actually a sister in a past life. So I always accidentally call her my sister. But my daughter has just been through a huge emotional wave. 
and that was set off because her cousin left. So her cousin left, they had two weeks together. Next minute, my daughter's like, I'm so sad and I don't know why. She's been sad for days and days. Her room got messy. She's 10 years old. And rather than like trying to cheer her up, we just let her be whatever she needed to be. There was tears. She's emotionally masterful with how she feels by allowing herself to feel those feelings and not bypassing them. And it's that's what she's a sympathetic. So she feels emotions deeply. And if other people feel sad, she'll go up to them and go, oh, can I give you a hug? I know how you feel because she knows how hard it is to be deeply sad because she's an emotional when it comes to human design. Her solar plexus is defined. And then you've got the imps like myself and my son is an empath as well. And we feel the sympathetics. We feel those emotional beings and often we can cry because we feeling them as energetic. It comes into us and we're like, oh my God, my son last night was crying. We're sitting on the couch. He started crying. He had a friend over. said, are you crying? Why are you crying? Because I was quite taken back because he's crying in front of a friend and he doesn't usually just cry out of the blue. He goes, I'm just so sad and I don't know why. And then I noticed that my daughter was standing next to him. And I said, hey, Adelie, can you go over and hang out in another room by your dad for a second? Because he was feeling everything of her emotions. So my point being is there's not many people in the world, and I'm sure there are some, that are always happy, always grateful, always in this energy of giving and receiving, always regulated, like I wish I was more like that, but the truth is my life is full of cycles and rhythms, ups and downs, at crumbles and ascensions. And I really think we need to start getting honest about how we're feeling. There is these nuances though, because there's a difference between being in victim mode and going through a hard time and working through it. And one of the things that comes up with these crumbles, which can come up, is drama. So people, like I said before, fight, flight, freeze or faint. Everyone reacts differently to things. And I quite often go into the freeze. Actually, I lie. I go into all of them, right? So I go into all of them. So I'm going through something right now where a friendship has changed so profusely in the last six months. And although I spend a lot of time with my soul clients and with my family, I do have a handful of friends that I see physically. And also I've got friends online as well that live in different countries, of course. And one of my physical friendships of someone who I walk with and I talk to and we've known each other forever, it's shifted and we don't see each other anymore, even though we only live five minutes from each other. And I have been finding that I've been going through all of these processes, the fight, the flight, the freeze and the faint. Because I'm going through this grieving process, who am I to change my own choices of evolution if I don't match somebody energetically anymore, if they don't match me energetically, if we are just so different that we speak in a different language? Is that not the universe just creating a nice separation? But what happens is when a crumble happens like this, which it does, it happens with clients, it happens with friends, people aren't necessarily meant to be with you forever. It's always a season, reason, a lifetime. But what happens is I go into a drama farm. That's one of my patterns, right? We all have patterns. So if we can pick up our patterns during our crumble, 
then we can transmute that pattern and ascend and move on. So for me, I've gone into, I've gone into drama and then I go into a freeze. I'm freezing with it. I don't know what to do. And then I go into a faint. Oh, I'm just so sick of this. I just want to pass out. And I go into a flight. I'm so fucking angry. Why has this happened? Why won't this person like talk to me? Like you don't just stop being friends, right? After such a long period of time. And it's quite funny observing myself. So rather than trying to control myself, I observe myself in the crumble. And it's quite funny. I quite often laugh at myself and go, oh my God, there's that pattern, that drama pattern. When was the last time I did this? When was the last time I reacted this way when a friendship ended or a relationship ended? What is the repeater patterns that I have created here that I could take full responsibility for and change? What could I change? And it's just so funny because if you overall have the rule that everything happening in your life is happening for you, not to you, and everything that's happening in your life is literally your choice. Everything changes, right? So if this friendship ending, well, it's really just changed. It hasn't really ended. The, the dramaticness of me, the drama is me saying, it's ended. It's ended. We're no longer friends. Like, I'm pretty sure that's going to be the case. I don't, it's very strange. We just went from friends to no, not friends after being best friends for like really good friends for a long time. But what if that's just exactly what I've chosen? And I know what it is. And that's what my husband says. You don't want negativity. You want people like you. You are choosing to grow consciously and make a huge difference to the world. And you've said you only want to be around people that see you and recognize you and respect you. Not people that don't. You've chosen this. It's on you. And I love my husband because he says things like, it's, this is on you. You've done this. And I can always say, yeah, thank you. I'll take that and I will consume that and I'll acknowledge that. So what if every single crumble I ever had wasn't, or every piece of shit thing that ever happened to me was actually because somehow I chose that, whether it was that 14 year old who was programmed and decided to carry on that way in, in relationships going forward, or whether you picked up something as a baby, maybe it's like a DNA thing. Maybe it's a pattern of don't leave me, please. That attachment, that drama. And I see this a lot with my clients. And if you're a coach, or maybe you've been coached, you will notice this. What we do as a coach is we pick up people's patterns, their unconscious patterns, which is their behaviors that they keep repeating. And this is why I like working with people for at least a year. Because if I work with them for a year, and if we are close in one-to-one, -one, then I, and I only ever take like a handful of one-to-ones at the same time because I like to observe them with just pure love and they show me their patterns because their patterns, their subconscious that's playing out is begging for me to show them the light, the shadow and the light, the crumble and the ascension. They go hand in hand and it is an awakening. So I've shared some really vulnerable stuff about me here today. So I want to really, I really want to know, like for you, what is that for you? What patterns do you have? What scarcity do you have? Like, is that in money? Is that in love? Is that in receiving? One of my clients today in my membership, Spiritual Magnificence, which is a membership that anyone can join at any time. And it's just huge value. She said we were doing some mediumship mentoring, which is something I do once a month in that particular membership. 
And she said, I'm so nervous because I always feel like I get more than I give. And I said, do you feel like a fraud? She basically nodded. I feel like I'm a fraud. And I was like, interesting. That is really interesting. But what if you allowed yourself to receive from others? Because if you are more comfortable to give, but you're not comfortable to receive, then the energy exchange is wonky. So what if you could receive? So for me, by doing this podcast, which is free, it costs me to do all the admin and to put it together and to put it out there. It costs me time and money. But because people are listening and people message me and go, hey, loving your podcast. And because they rate me, they give me stars and they download episodes. Every time that happens, I'm receiving so deeply. I receive by doing this because I know whoever's hearing it is going through some kind of subconscious shift and change, and I'm willing to receive that magnificence. So I said to my client, what if you are willing to receive? What if you are willing to be more like that rag doll, more like that person that leaned in even though you were uncomfortable so you could transform? When we come out of a cocoon, or when a caterpillar comes out of a cocoon, it is such a gigantic process. Like before they even come out, the caterpillar has to liquefy itself. What the fuck? And then they have to like, they've got to create the cocoon so they can liquefy so they don't just pour out everywhere. And they grow wings and then they fly. And they were once on a tree, they were like lava. Like they were like little tiny, like little things that wormed around and They've got to search to get enough food to fill themselves up, to get enough energy. And if they survive that, it's a challenge. They survive that. They wrap themselves up in this kind of incredible little portal vortex thing. They liquefy. They create these wings and legs and little senses and stuff like that. They break free of the cocoon and they fly away. And you think ascension is meant to be, you just learn knowledge, you just go do a program and you just activate like yeah like that does happen but you've got to match the energy right so you can have a thousand readings in your life and still be exactly where you are today and I've got so many stories of people that are like I got all these readings I'm still in the space and I'm like well maybe you should take some responsibility for where you're at and this is what I say to all my clients even the ones that are crying and having breakdowns because they always know their breakthroughs are you going to take responsibility let me show you your patterns. Let me show you what else is possible for you if you allow yourself to lean into those shadows. Lean into the crumble, but allow yourself to be fluid. Allow yourself to go with it. And the scariest thing, guys, about this crumble and ascension, the really scariest thing, is you don't even know where the fuck you're going, right? Like, I don't know where I'm going. And today on Mediumship Mentoring, everyone wanted to pull me a card as well. So it was quite fun. So I had to A, I had to relax so I could receive from them because being a teacher is much different than being a student. It's a different role. So I had to drop my barriers and open up and go, I'm willing to receive. Thank you. And it said the same thing, direct focus, doing this and doing that. And it was confirmation of confirmation. And then I get off the call and I'm like, oh my God, where am I going? There was five readings telling me the same thing, but it's me that has to decide which way I'm going. It's you 
that has to decide which way you're going. And only you know what your desires and your shadows are. Only this is what I love about coaching is and even deep friendships and sisterhood and great relationships is you can find somebody who has absolutely no charge or trigger or points of views about you. They're just perfectly neutral and they can show you your patterns. And I have like the best one-to-one clients because they will go, please feel free to point out any of my patterns. And I'm like, oh my God, you just gave me an open invitation to share with you every single little thing I see. And they transform and they grow and they expand. But we can only see those patterns that others point out to us or reflect back to us energetically with triggers, right? That's another thing. We can only see that when we're willing to see that and when we ask to be seen that. I don't go around telling my clients, oh, you need to do this and this and this and this. I can see this gap and I can see this energy loop and I can see this and I can, I don't do that because unless they're asking or willing to work through it with me, they're not going to hear me, right? So this takes us back to humans while we're ascending, how we can help other people that may not be at the level that we are with the knowledge of, we can't say consciousness, but we can say the level of knowledge and awareness of what is actually going on. So someone's having a total meltdown and they're having a breakthrough. And I know this because I've been through this. There's nothing wrong with them. They're totally fine, but I could help navigate them through that. Rather than putting your energy onto them and trying to fix them and save them, which so many light workers try to do, what you can do is you can ask them. You can say, would you like me to help you through this? Would you mind if I shared some insight with you, because I kind of think I know how you feel. I've got some really amazing resources. Would you like me to send them to you? Because I think they might help. And when you're asking, you're giving, you're asking for consent. You're asking for permission for somebody to take what you are gifting them. And how good does that feel? How good does that feel knowing that you have come to this place in your ascension that you can recognize in others where you've been. And this is a part of something that I noticed in my last group call with Reborn is one of the girls said, oh, and I've been connecting with this girl and this girl in the group and they have been helping me because they've been in my shoes with the narcissistic relationship or, or whatever and they're a few steps ahead of me. And I was like, yes, this is sister. And all of them knew. They're all, they used to be all of people pleasers and now they are not. So they knew they weren't here to fix or save. They were just here to witness a sister going through things. So the other thing is we get triggered in other people's presence. And I said to my brother last night, interesting. When you want to be triggered, when you want to ascend, when you want to grow, go live with your parents for a couple of months. Like. There's nothing like hanging out with the people that raised you or people that you've had a lot to do with and hanging out with them for a few months for you to ascend. Quite a lot of clients will come to me when they've just moved back home. And these are adult people. They move back home for a reason or another. And the first thing I say to them is, congratulations, you're choosing to quantum leap in your ascension. And they're like, what? I moved home. I'm saving up for a house or I'm in between houses or this is horrible. I don't want to be here. Like I love my family, but they're doing my head in. And I'm like, you're choosing to evolve a lot quicker. Now you've got to make a decision whether you're going to stay on this path and bloom 
or whether you're going to get pissed off, annoyed, frustrated, angry, and like kind of destroy the relationship. And I can tell you one thing, the latter is not dealing with the crumble. It's not dealing with the symptoms of your ascension, where if you can put yourself in front of somebody that triggers you and you understand that everything comes from within you, it's actually not about them, you go deep. You go deep into your shadows. You can hold yourself with the earth. You cannot go wrong if you're holding yourself with the earth and obviously with your spirit teams. You need to stay grounded. Otherwise, you can lose yourself 100%. I've seen people lose themselves and it's kind of scary, but you ascend, you shift, you grow. No one said this was going to be easy. And oh my goodness, I've kind of just realized in the last couple of few years, this is a journey. I'm not going to get to my final destination. I always think it's once I get the car or once I get the property or once I do the program, there's always these targets, there's always these goals to reach. But then as soon as I get them, it's like, what's the next one? What's the next one? What's the next one? And if we see it more like I get to do this and then I get to do this and I get to do this and I get to do this and I get to do this, it's more like this adventure rather than, oh my God, I'm so fucking tired. I just don't know if I can keep going this way. I just want to rest and get to a place where I can retire. And that's how most people work in the 3D. So if we have this understanding that human beings, just no matter what their belief system is, are, let's just for shits and giggles say, everybody is as conscious as each other, but they just show it in different ways, right? So we've got all these different unique ways of living and potentially the soul is very conscious and very aware that person's soul or past lives or whatever but maybe they're playing out a role an unconscious part of them to shift grow and evolve and we see this to prove my point we see people that are addicted to drugs and alcohol people that are on the spectrum so the twice twice exceptional or whatever how we call it the special people that are unique and different that are on prescriptions usually we see these people and most people judge them to be honest i'm really frank most people i love watching those addiction programs where like intervention oh my god i love that program and every fucking time you watch intervention you can see that the person that is addicted has cannot hold their crumble and they've got too much trauma to go back to hold themselves in those timelines where those patterns occur. And you can also see that they are extremely gifted and aware of their spirit. They're usually empaths, so they're usually either feeling everybody or they're sympathetics, which means they, they can't hold their waves. They don't understand that they have these huge patterns and cycles and they've been shut down for having them. And honestly, they go so deep into guilt and shame, they go deeper down the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole of let me hide because they are so fucking gifted and powerful. And I'm talking about addicts here, right? They are so gifted and powerful they cannot handle it, so they go and they suppress. And this is the reason why I gave up drinking alcohol, because alcohol was my friend, because I would commiserate or I would celebrate, and I'd be like, oh, I just had like a 10K day, and I'd be like, let's have a glass of champagne. And that was so normal 
I would only have like two glasses and I'd tip out the rest of the bottle because I like the way I feel when I'm just normal, when I'm sober. But I was still using it as a, now I've got an excuse to have a drink or now I've got an excuse to have a smoke because I'm having a drink. I haven't smoked for quite a long time, but I did it for years and years. I was drinking and smoking and drinking and smoking. And just because I was doing it subtly when I had children doesn't mean I wasn't an addict. Oh my gosh. Okay. I better cap it now. Better have a drink just to dull my intelligence. Now, this is not to say that drinking and smoking is bad. A lot of people use tobacco in ceremony and a lot of people use alcohol. Like we use that in a communion or we use it as socialization or for a relaxant. And this is, it's been around for centuries. I'm not here to boohoo it, but for me, that was my poison. And that is me going into the fainting part out of the fight, flight, freeze and faint. That is me going into, I'm just going to turn off my consciousness now. But the truth is, I don't need to have a break from myself if I'm in deep alignment. I allow those crumbles to come because I know how sweet it is when I come through it and I've had the growth. And I mean continuous growth. I don't mean oh my God, I just had like so much shit happen. I've just been through a drama cycle and now I'm on a high. I used to do that all the time. I'm on a drama cycle, everything's shit, and now I'm on a high. And it goes around and around in a loop. That there is not healthy. That there is a pattern. That there is what someone can help you pick up. And I didn't know I had a drama cycle until my coach told me. And I said, what? I'm not dramatic. She looked at me. I said, what? And she was like, you have a drama pattern. And I went, real? Are you real? No, I know dramatic people and I'm not that dramatic. And then I started seeing it so clearly because it went from the unconscious behavior to I'm aware of this behavior. Holy sh! So this is how we can have more ease with ascension. Well, when the crumbling, the shift of self, so going from the caterpillar to the butterfly, and let's not ignore the caterpillar. The caterpillar has its purposes for the ecosystem or whatever. The caterpillar is beautiful. The way a caterpillar moves, everyone loves to hold a monarch butterfly or any type of caterpillar. Like they're fascinating, aren't they? But a butterfly has that energy of freedom. They can go further. They can see more. They have more awareness. I want to be that. I want to go further. I want to see more whilst I'm enjoying the present view. I don't want to be stuck to the earth or stuck to a plant or stuck to a spot. I really desire ultimate freedom. So that means I have to have more ease with the crumble and in fact, get a little bit excited. And it wasn't until one of my coaches, every time I would message her and go, ah, and she would say, this is exciting. This is exciting. This is the crumble. This is the ascension. I was like, really? Because it feels like I'm dying. But even when I recently had COVID, instead of fighting it, I actually like, surrendered to it and I said here we go upgrades are happening and I feel different I feel different to what I felt three weeks ago just before I got it right and now I'm like okay I need to re-navigate because my body is still healing but I'm seeing everything so clearer I went through my crumble I went into my cocoon and I healed I healed I activated I loved myself I prepared myself instead of bitching and moaning and complaining that I got it again or I'm like oh why did I choose this what sure is this am I going to experience this time so what does that ascension look like for you 
And when I, I know I ask a lot of questions like this, but I'm asking you and your spirit so it can start unlocking doors of awareness. The more awareness I have, the more that I see, the more things I don't really want to see, to be honest with you, because I see all sorts, good and bad. And I expand further to that, to embrace the polarity and the duality. But I know I don't have to be a victim to highs and lows. I know I don't have to be a victim to crashes where I break everything. I don't want to break. I've had a breakdown. It sucks. I don't want to do that. I No one needs to get to the point of, I want to die. You know what I mean? Like, If you're at the point where you're like, I want to die, then you may need to get meds and don't want to, I don't want to dismiss any type of mental illness as well. Like I believe that people that are experiencing mental illness are finding it really hard to hold themselves. And I've spoken to so many suicide spirits, so many that, so many, they just came, there's a podcast that I did that you can find and it was about spirit and suicide. And I had, I don't know, like five or six spirits around me talking to me. And I was like, okay, guys, one at a time, tell me about it. And every single one of them was so absolutely psychically gifted and empathic. They couldn't hold this duality. This world is so painful and so pleasurable. And you don't need to hold onto it all. All you have to do is hold yourself. You're a part of that puzzle. And when we've got a puzzle, right, when you're actually literally putting a puzzle together, if there's one piece missing because it's flied off, you can crumble up that puzzle so easily. And the universe and the earth, they need you to hold yourself. Sometimes others have to hold us, but it shouldn't be that often. We should really just be witnessed for who we be. So when a puzzle is complete, it's like, how do you pick it apart? It's so much harder because it's all smooth all over right? So many analogies today. But what if we all held ourselves? What if we all with conviction held ourselves with our own beliefs, with our own heart and didn't put our shit onto other people? What if we all dealt with our own shit with gratitude and love and did our own timeline healing? And what if we put up our hand if we did need help? That's not putting our shit onto other people. It's going, hey, do you think you could contribute to me and give me a hand right now? Absolutely, I would love to do that because I've been holding myself so much for so long, so well, that my cup is so full and I've got so much to give. What if the world did that? Every time somebody has a crumble and they require a little bit extra love, those moments where they just can't quite hold themselves in that moment and they just need a friend, what if we had all been so grounded within ourselves that we had something more to give? Just an interesting concept to kind of imagine. Rather than this world that we've created where we're always blaming others for how our life is showing up and turning up, if we can go deeper, there's a really good book I recommend. It's called The Genius Zone from Gay Hendricks. And he explains this really well about how we carry these patterns through our life. It's a three hour audio book. So it's honestly, it's like a going for a weekend drive. Highly recommend it. And it just really got me thinking because just like my client, when we tracked back this crumble to her 14-year-old self, I was like, holy shit. And then we realized it went deeper. It went all the way back to when she was a tiny little child. And like I'm talking about like six months old, nine months old, a year old, watching her parents 
treat each other a particular way. Everything comes back down to childhood and these timelines. And we're in this timeline now as human beings. And to ascend, we've got to clean up our own household first. We've got to clean up our own street before we start going into all these other lives. And I want to ascend, so I'm not going to look back. I'm just going to look forward. Like, yeah, cool. And I'm all for Joe Dispenser's like focusing on forward thinking and future stuff. But sometimes we need help to go back and it can be quick. It doesn't need to be a 90 minute session like I had with my client. That was a super deep dive. But what if it was like, holy moly, my 16 year old self, I'm thinking about her now, or I'm thinking about a person or a situation. And why is this coming up? That's weird. What if you just went there and visited yourself and said, hey, babe, what's up? Talk to me. How are you feeling? How were you feeling at the time? What was going on at the time? And what you'll realize is the minute you've done that healing, you have done that healing. Sometimes you, you might need help. Sometimes you might need people to facilitate you. That's what coaches are here for. That's what these podcasts are here for. That's what YouTube is here for. Then what happens is you go, what just happened? I feel lighter. So my client was amazing. She's having this kind of like weird crumbling experience. She has no idea what's going on. She's like, this is weird. And now she's light and bright and confident. She feels satisfied within herself, within her soul, because she was no longer the vibration of those secrets, those feelings that she was holding as an 18-year-old. So they had to be lifted. They had to lift for her to ascend. There's always something to lift within the crumble. And it can be the oddest thing. It could be a conversation that you had with somebody in 1999. And there's a part of you still in there. And maybe you regret that conversation or maybe someone hurt your feelings and you've got to go back into that timeline to do some self-soothing and self-parenting. Or maybe you've got to go back into that space to hono, to do some forgiveness for yourself and that person. The chances are if someone hurt your feelings, then you allowed them to get hurt. So therefore you're a part of that equation as well, right? So I'm obviously speaking like I'm generally speaking here. So I, obviously I'm not using exact examples, but I would love to know how this impacts in your life. And I really don't think enough coaches or facilitators are going into this in depth. And I suppose in one-to-one -one coaching and coaching containers and stuff like that, like groups, we can go deeper into it. But this is why so many facilitators and practitioners are saying, hey, get out the journal. Hey, use the plant medicines. Hey, connect with your vibe. Hey, come into ceremony. Hey, like, let's be together and journey this together because there's so many deep dives to do. And I really hope that I've articulated this today in the best way I know how with many different examples saying the same thing over and over. It's what I do for you to realize that the crumbles are normal. The drama attached to them maybe could be a pattern that you need to look at. What is the unconscious beliefs and patterns that we've created and how do we bring them to the surface so we can become conscious about them? They come up and it gets uncomfortable. And this is what happens in these podcasts and my membership and Magnificent Mediumship Certification and Reborn and One to One all the ways that I work with people is the 4D, the discomfort will always come up and I can hold it. I can hold it until you can hold it. I can help you see it and I can help you transform. But not everyone 
is going to be ready for that. So please remember this. If you're a coach or if you're a person on this earth, please understand that not everybody is ready or willing to unpack the trauma, the conditioning, and it is a gentle process. So some clients say, Victoria, hit me. And some clients go, Victoria, please be gentle. You know what I mean? So energetically, there's different capacities that we can hold. And I've always been a person who goes, okay, universe, hit me. I want to be as conscious as I possibly can be. And then boom, I've had the biggest crumble and the biggest awakenings. And it's been pretty rough. So now I say, universe, show me how I can be more conscious with total ease and with simplicity or you know what I mean and so then the universe will show me a memory or a thought or a pattern and I start seeing it and go oh and I nearly see it externally from me or I see it within a trigger that happens when I'm with family members or whatever and I see these energy gaps these energy loops and I clean them up and then I naturally ascend it's not a magic wand No one can fix you or save you. And another example is one of my friends, she just gave someone back their money. She's a facilitator. She's the most, one of the most incredible healers I've ever met. And she, when she was working with me a few years ago, she channeled through in one of our sessions, she actually channeled through a modality to bring to the world. Like this is how powerful she is. And She had a client that was not an energetic match for her. She thought everything was going fine. And they had two sessions together. And then he messaged her and said, you're ripping me off. This is not working for me. What do you think you're doing? And she was like dumbfounded because she could see how this person, they were going deep. And that's the thing. You go, when we've been doing this work for years, we go deep. We go straight to the depth, deep in the ocean type of secrets, stuff in the subconscious that you're like, I don't know if it existed. And she went straight in and she went pretty deep with him and he couldn't hold it. He couldn't handle it. So he went into reaction and she ended up saying, it's, I'm sad, but it's not worth my time. So here's your money, carry on in, in the patterns that you're choosing that are unconscious. And he had this opportunity, do I choose to up-level and see myself as I am, or do I stay hidden? And that's what he did, he stayed hidden. And she messaged me after she refunded him, and she said, I feel so free now, I feel so free that I don't have that heaviness of that person and the expectations on me. No one can fix you, no one can save you, but they can facilitate you and help you see the greatness within you, and usually it has some shadows attached to it. Are you ready to ascend? Now, I would love to hear what your points of views are on this, what your favorite frames are with this, like what pops for you. I would love to hear from you because I'm not your guru. I'm not, I'm human. I'm exactly like you having this experience. We are just, we're all equals. We are all unique, beautiful, incredible beings. And some people may fundamentally disagree and go, actually, that no, that no, this is actually another truth. And I'm open to hearing all things. I'm open to hearing all things. So if you want to share an experience or a viewpoint with me, feel free to email me at teamvictoriabond at gmail.com. Feel free, please, to share these podcast episodes and I thank you so much for those of you that have been when you guys are energetically as a psychic medium 
when people are sharing and talking and promoting and putting these podcasts on their Instagrams and their Facebooks, I notice and I see and I send you so much love and gratitude. I, I love to read from the YouTube. If you're not on my YouTube channel, check the show notes because we've got so many free trainings on there. It's unbelievable. And this is my dream, is to gift as much as I possibly can for free. I also have all those different other levels of containers where, depending on how deep you want to dive with me, how intimate you want to be with me, I've only got like one spot at the moment for a one-to-one, maybe two, one-to-two currently. So that is my most intimate, and I do have a really special deal on that at the moment. So please feel free to reach out. For me, when people work with me or when they're my friends, it's an energetic match. And like I said, with my friendship that's changing right now, it's like we fight things and sometimes we're trying to get these people are trying to get clients and they're trying to make a buck or whatever. And for me, especially when it comes to work, I can only work with people that are an energetic match. So I often, more than often, always with one-to-one have conversations with people and jump on a call with people to see if we're an energetic match for magnificent mediumship certification or one-to-one. I don't just bring people on because it's just not about, it's not worth the money. Do you know what I mean? To get someone who's not an energetic match and there's no wrongness in this, but you know, what I'm learning right now is with friendships, which are just energetic. So no money involved. It's like what am I choosing? Where am I choosing to be? Who am I choosing to spend my time with? Who can recognize me? Who can hear me? Who can see me? Some people can't hear me. So if you can hear me and if you've got value from this, I would love to hear from you. Okay. So if you take a screenshot and or share from Spotify or Apple iTunes or my website, on my website, you can find all my podcasts. If you share this and you tag me, I'd be so grateful or flicking me a message telling me that you got some value from the podcast. It gives me the evidence that I need or that I appreciate to carry on and know that people are listening to this. And yeah, especially if you make it to the end and you got to that bit there, I'd love to hear from you. You were here to ascend. You are stronger than you ever possibly thought you were. You are loved more than you could even comprehend. And you were here for such a large, big, huge purpose. And The purpose is multiple. So there's purposes and reasons why you're here, why you are here. And most of that has to do with you just being you and allowing yourself to come inward and hold yourself. Wherever you're going, that is where you be and it's safe to be you. What would it take to take that, to have that mantra, to take it with you and to be it and to believe it and to step forward into more of your greatness over and over again? I'm so grateful that you guys are here. Magnificent Mediumship Certification is on early bird now. And I'm so excited to let you know that we're going to be starting on my 40th birthday. This is like a present to me. It's the 10th round of MM certification. If people in this money climate, which is totally a fallacy, but it's totally our reality. If you are struggling at the moment and you cannot pay in full, we do have extended payment plans as well. If this is something that you would love to do, or if you would love to make mediumship your career, I can certainly help you with that. We've got one to two spots left for one-to-one coaching. And please do not forget 
we've got a $12 program out at the moment. So go check out my website, go check out my link tree, go read those show notes. If you have any questions, you can email us at teamvictoriabond.gmail.com and my team or myself will get back to you. Have a wonderful day and catch you soon. Bye for now. Listening to today's episode. I trust that you got those golden nuggets that you required to shift your consciousness, to expand your awareness, and to turn up your capacity. I invite you to share this podcast with anyone that you feel would benefit from it. And also share the golden nuggets that you have learned with your friends, family, and of course, clients. You can contact me if there's anything that you want to specifically share with me and or if there's anything you want me to specifically share on the podcast. You can check out the show notes and find me on my socials and myself or my team will get back to you. My heart to yours. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you soon.